tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> All right, put the hands together. <laughs> Can't nobody do us like our Jesus. Or do us like our black Jesus. Like our black Jesus. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Touch it, Woo! Touch it, Jesus. Feel the presence of the Lord in this place. Touch it, Jesus. Thank you, Black Jesus. Hey, what's up, everybody? You're tuned in to Afterbus TV for Black Jesus Season 1, Episode 8, uh, titled Love Thy Enemy Part 2. Oh, I am your host, Ben Erickson. Please introduce yourselves. I'm your co-host, Thaddeus Massey. And I am Charles Mathers. And I am Angela Gibbs. Charles Mathers and Angela Gibbs in Miss the house. Tute, 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 tute. Tute. Miss Tootie uh, is a cutie. Uh, Thirty-eight text you. messages. You know what? Speaking <laughs> speaking of that, are you aware of the comments that you get from younger men on social media? I am. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's been a couple that were like, um, "What's well, what One was like a little X-rated. It wasn't X-rated, mm-hmm. but it was R. I was does, is, does that, it was R-rated. Yeah. Does that offend you, or does it? You know, flattery, you know I called Slink and then I called and I called a girlfriend and both of them were like, "That's a compliment. That's mm-hmm. a compliment." I said, mm-hmm. "Okay, all right." It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's good. I, I still didn't read. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That feels good. Never yeah, lost. She still got it. Okay, okay, okay. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't retweet. I didn't retweet and I didn't favor because I didn't want to like mm-hmm. encourage. Yeah. But I, yeah, it was fine. Okay. It was. I mean, no, you know, we like to know we still got it. You know. Would you I hope ever? you don't have too much more of yeah. that going on. Okay. Like, <laughs> and then one other, would you would you date like a younger younger man? Younger younger? When you say younger younger, what, like, what, like is that like ten years per young? It girl? seems like some of the guys who make the comments about you know you can get it, they seem like in their twenties. Yeah, that's a little young. Mm. Yeah, I have gone a little young. Okay. I mean, you know, how young? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> it's getting hot in here. Okay, <laughs> take it out. Right. No, you know, um, yeah. I mean, younger men are attracted to me. I'm attracted to them as well because they have such a youthful spirit and they just have this sense of. Um, um, uh, well, sometimes, not all the times, but sometimes with older guys, they're, they kind of want you to play a role and mm-hmm. they're, they're already in a role themselves. Right. And it's, you know, younger uh, guys, I have a tendency to find that they are very interested in what it is you're doing. Mm-hmm. They got their own thing. They love it. They admire it. They're not in competition with it. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of nice, you know. Mm-hmm. What was it like when you read the script and found out that you were 
going on a date with uh, with Vic, aka Charlie Murphy. I was so looking forward to it mm-hmm. uh, because he's such a good talent. I mean, mm-hmm. he's a great talent. He's, a he's amazing, dude. actually. <laughs> you know, I had to tweet him. He he and John Witherspoon. I was just like, oh my god, the work is just incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was looking forward to it. You know, and a little nervous too because he's so good and mm-hmm. he's so funny, and you know, I have no idea what he's going to do. You right. know, so I, as an actor. I really looked forward to it. It was mm-hmm. scary in that sense. It's like, am I up to the challenge? And of course, you always want to keep challenging yourself. Yeah. You know? So. And then another question um, I asked some of the other uh, prior actors: When you're dealing with such comedians as John and and um, Corey. John and Corey, Corey yeah. um, Charlie, <laughs> right. um, Andre's even a comedian. Oh, how 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 can Andre's one prepare body. themselves for the for the improv and the, and the banter do you go back into the script and are do are you writing notes with potential uh, things yeah, a little bit yeah, a little bit yeah some of that absolutely mm-hmm. um you know and i coach actors too so you know my i must follow what i coach and that is that it's always personal uh there's always specific details you know in life you don't have vague memories you have specific memories etc so I kind of come in with this specific idea of who I am Mm -hmm. and what I want. What do I want out of this scene? You know, what is it I need? What is it I want? How am I going to go about and get it? it? Am I going to fight? Am I going to negotiate? Am I going to seduce? What's my action in getting to that goal, right? Mm -hmm. And so as long as I kind of know that, then I can keep it open for that creative banter because I know what I want. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, so, yeah, but I do sometimes make some notes and say, you know, ma'am, think about this or let me think about that uh, because it makes it more real for me. Mm -hmm. And then uh, what I love about Mike and um, Aaron, the writing is just genius. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about this, Carlos, in in the uh, last uh, interview you did, uh, how their writing is so great that it's like a launching pad. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you can just kind of do your thing, Mm -hmm. you know. So uh, I'll have some notes. But, you know, I don't even stick to those because I don't know what Charlie's going to give me. I don't know what Corey's going to say, but I just Mm -hmm. have an idea of what I want to do. Well, you play this role so genuinely (laughs) and organically. It's like, for real? Like, yeah. Miss Tootie is no joke. You know, you were playing this I part. I had to work so hard Ms. to Gibbs learn that woman. this part. <laughs> Angela Gibbs, shout out to Angela Gibbs. And Thank she's right you. here, so I'm shouting in, I guess, because she's right here. <laughs> but, yo, you're playing this role. Thank I, I got to really give it to you because it's so authentic. You are, you know, you're hanging with the best. These guys are really talented guys. They are. And yeah. they, I know how they, you know, all the reports, they always come in with some off the cuff, whatever. <laughs> and, right. you know, you ride in the mix with them right there. <laughs> you're like, damn, this, this, was, this was really good. So I enjoy it. I enjoy it. But they definitely um, up level the game. You know, right. it's like, okay, I got to come with my A game. I mean, and that's what I hope I do always anyway. Yeah. You want to work, you know, so you want to bring your best. But they keep me on my toes. I love it. Okay, well, let's break down. Speaking of uh, John, let's break down it. So we open up the we open up the uh, episode with Vic is um Vic's in Vic's in the sofa and John Witherspoon. Uh, Lloyd, the Lloyd Vic's on the bed and Vic's on the sofa, right? No, no, Lloyd. The, the, Lloyd's in the bed. Yeah, Lloyd's in the bed. Vic's, on, Vic's on the sofa. sofa. Yeah. And so, so he's hungover on because five hundred count. Yeah, And so, so Lloyd is. He wakes up. He gets out of the bed. He brushes his teeth. He shit. 
shits, he showers. Uh-huh. Just you didn't have to go into all that detail. Just the whole <laughs> shebang. The typical then, hungover, drunk the next day type mm-hmm. of type of thing. Routine. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then we don't go, have to be drunk yeah. to go to the bathroom though. But, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> then he wakes Vic up, and then he wakes up and gives Vic a drink. And so basically, uh, he knows that Vic is in a, a bad place. So then he, he, so he tells him the the way to avoid a hangover is to keep drinking. Yeah. And so his plan is to keep him to keep him drunk so that he can take advantage. What did you guys think about that scene and where where the episode is going between uh, Vic and Lloyd? You want me first? Go ahead. Me? Superstar. Uh, uh-huh. Okay. Uh, I'll take that. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> I really love this episode. Mm-hmm. This is funny and it's got a lot of laughs. But this episode for me took a turn, mm-hmm. and maybe because it's a personal thing too. And we were talking about how if you have alcoholics in your family or around you, or you know, you know, you've been through something, um, you know that there's there's some truth to this. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, you see the setup, and you see Vic is really in a bad way, and someone's taking advantage of him, and you're wondering like which way is this going to go? And I love this about comedy because there's a lot of messages you can get out, you mm-hmm. can stick in there while people are laughing, like. <laughs> You know, because before you know it, they've really been, something has been kind of dropped on them. So I was very proud of this episode because I felt like it took a turn and it, it, you know, it kind of gave us some more depth. And then we, you know, we go back to laughing and, and, uh, yeah, but I, I, I was really proud of it. I thought it was, um, poignant. Charles. Me personally, um, one of my favorites, just watching the show is just Lord and Vic, Charlie and John, just their banter back and forth, back and forth from sleeping to the car, from the loafers to just, right. just how, you know, um, Lloyd's character has all these great ideas. And it's like, yeah, that does kind of, it is kind of sneaky how he does that. It's like, is he really as helpless as he pretend to be? Or is it just kind of like, He's lazy and just don't want to do it. It's the alcoholism and just all these kind of characters come, uh, things come about. And then knowing that, okay, Lloyd kind of really moving on Vic to take even more of a bigger advantage of him and keep him drinking. Now it's like, hmm, like what's really going on? Like, how, like, is it going to be that kind of deep? Like you said it took a turn. Is it going to be kind of going down this road a little longer or it's going to wiggle his way out and back to just some more humor and how it's going to play out? So I think it's a little more interesting. Yeah. Personally, yeah, and it was a yeah. nice blend the way they where they played it back and forth. You know, yeah. got the comedy, yeah. but you, that soft music and the music mm-hmm. got serious. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, oh, this is a moment of reflection, <laughs> and then it's funny again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, what I really liked about this episode is that Vic, to me, you know, at first looking <laughs> at it, Vic is not the kind of guy that is easily taken advantage of. Because he's very alpha male-ish. Yeah. So he's not the kind of guy that someone could like pull the wool over his eyes. But he gets caught in a vulnerable place because he's lonely. Mm -hmm. And then he meets a woman. (laughs) Who gave him some sauce. That gave him. Okay, I'm sorry. Did I say something? She said saucy. (laughs) Right. So, So the fact that Lloyd is able to pull the wool over his eyes, even though he's in a vulnerable place, mm-hmm. I still wouldn't think that Lloyd could pull the wool over Vic's eyes unless Vic comes from a background of something of intelligence. Like, who? I want to know Vic, I mean, not, Lloyd, not Vic, Lloyd, Lloyd's backstory. Mm-hmm. Right? Was Lloyd like 
a CPA or like a banker or something right, like right. really intelligent right. and he would just something happened that's and he became homeless right. that's a good you know call. what I'm saying because yeah. Vic is no like dummy true so the right, fact right. that Lloyd is able to like flip turn the tables and kind yeah. of man, like manipulate him into staying drunk and kind of thing kind of makes me think that Lloyd it's smarter than, it's what, he smarter than right, what he appears. Right, right. That's a very acute uh, observation, and you know, as we keep watching, I, some of that you're going to see that okay. you're right on on the on point with some of okay. that. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm curious to see what happens because yeah. and, and he and he on top of that knows Jesus is Jesus, yeah. but he's always like, he ain't never done shit for me yet. He's the Lord, Savior, King, King, Lord, Lord, Lord. He never done shit for me, like right. for real. Yeah. Like he recognizes right. that. that's right, that's but, right. Yeah. And what? then just yeah. But you know what's interesting? So we can go to now where. Uh, um, we can go to to the scene where the two of them were outside when uh, Vic was pretty much over the whole drinking thing, and when he was when when oh, Lloyd was scene. trying to convince Vic that why he should continue drinking, mm-hmm. he says, "You know, I'm st- you know why I was stressed out, woman, job, uh, showers and bills. I just gave up. He, now I'm happy. <laughs> Changing your life is hard. Drinking is easy. You see, yes. he did. That was a little clue and to so, his backstory that, that he has. Yes." Yes. So, yeah. And he even said that, you know, I am a I'm homeless by choice. By choice. Mm-hmm. I'm not a homeless because, you right. know, whatever reason. But he said written all that goes yeah. to me now. He's right. homeless. <laughs> he is purely homeless by choice. Right. right. So I would assume that he probably had some kind of life where, you know, things were good. Stressed out. But yeah. obviously a woman has something to do with it. Mm-hmm. A job, mm-hmm. bills. So yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna assume that is that maybe he was intelligent that he had a really really nice job mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because he's no dummy. Mm-hmm. We talked about this uh, last. I was mm-hmm. you know my son um, was saying you know he loves John with a spoon. He said this is the first role where I've seen him where he was. He said early on when he's really intelligent, he's really a thinker. Mm-hmm. He's a line man. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he, you know what I mean yeah. that's like I don't know if that's a real job, right. but he, it makes sense, <laughs> right? right? Uh, even his negotiation. Okay, if I watch uh, your car, I'm sleep, I need to sleep mm-hmm, in it, mm-hmm. or such and such. I need three days in the bed. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he, he, yeah, he's. He's somebody who's coming with some game. Crafty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he even tried to keep the loafers. But he was like, <laughs> you see him like contemplate it? And he was like. Yeah, he played that, didn't he? No, nah, I'm going to play it off, act like yeah. I was just. He's like, catch it, didn't I? Right, yeah. Right, yeah. Right, right. So he's been testing Vic. I think Vic's thinking he's been using Lloyd the whole time, but right. Lloyd has been using exactly. him, really. Right. right. And then exactly. he, uh, he took the keys to his car. And then he took money out of his wallet and said that he was going to get some gas. Right. And then he's going to get a burrito. <laughs> and then when he goes downstairs, so now we can transition. So when he goes downstairs, Fish is upset because Lloyd is not around. No internet. And the internet hasn't been working for Vic, two days. Vic's not around. Vic's, Vic's, yeah. yeah, Vic's not around. And the first thing that Lloyd said was, you know, um, there's nothing wrong with the internet. I checked it. What would a homeless man, but he's very intelligent. <laughs> yes. Right. He's quick on his feet and he yes. always has an answer for everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. Fish didn't really argue the fact that maybe, you know, uh, Lloyd maybe did try to fix mm-hmm. internet and maybe, you know, maybe his internet connection or computer. He really said maybe is your drinking. crappy computer. Yeah. You know? Right, right. And I, I, I want to just jump way back. 
to one of the early, early episodes. It might have been the first or second one, but... You know, John Witherspoon, I had to keep rewinding this one part because it was so funny mm. to me because he says, okay, how much? He said, I want you to watch, you know, Jesus, how much? He said, $10. And John Witherspoon cracks up. Uh-huh. I mean, it crack. he's like, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to turn down your bullshit $10. Right. You know, <laughs> but he... Well, Eric is there, too. Because he knows. That's not, mm. he's no dummy. Either. That's right. no money. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, there's been clues all yeah. along the way. Yeah, yeah. Right. He, John Witherspoon, <laughs> I would say for the past three episodes... He's probably been the funniest, and that's really difficult with all these characters. Yes. But the way he drops the line, like yes. he said a line, he said a line when when uh, he was feeding, um, when he was giving the the liquor to to Vic, and when he spit it out, he was like, "Hey, don't spit that out. That's good liquor." <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. And I know of I know people who drink a lot where because I'm I'm not a drinker. They don't play. And yeah. when I have any kind of dealings with alcohol if I pour too much or too little or try to <laughs> right, pour something right, out right. they're quick to be like yo that, that, that's good wine that's, that's right that's good right. liquor so I could really relate to uh, I could really relate to him so it's it's really great alright so now um, so now Vic has informed uh, Lloyd I'm sorry I keep getting too confused Lloyd informs everyone that he's the assistant manager mm-hmm. he's the assistant manager and so then he goes to um, he goes to I guess the the homeless hangout. Yes. Right. It's like the homeless hangout. Yes, and right. then he the homeless goes, park. He right. goes <laughs> and and invites all of his homies <laughs> to a party House while party. he leaves Vic mm-hmm. at the homeless yard to continue. He needs some R&R, some yeah, fresh yeah. air so you need by some yourself. Fresh, right, right, right. Cut. You just lay out here. Leave you just lay right here. Leave him in the dirt. Keep drinking. On a keep cardboard drinking. box. Right. Is it true um, the best way for a hangover is to keep drinking? I've That's heard what people, I heard. I've heard yeah. people say that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've heard too. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, well, it's yes. not that I've never yes. been hung over, yes. but I never wanted to, you know, when, for that's, me, when, when you're hangover, it's like, yeah. last thing you wanted some more alcohol, yeah. but they say that's what you should do. Yeah, that's why they have, uh, like, Bloody Marys and stuff like that, because it helps, like, it brings you down. Mm. So it helps you kind of, like, ease off of whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What are you sure they call it? Hair on your hair. On, huh? hair. So you sure it's alcohol? It's like easy. <laughs> you sure it's only alcohol? <laughs> Yeah, oh, it's, only it's only alcohol. It's only alcohol. Let's talk about let's talk about the ghetto volleyball on the clothesline. Oh my goodness. Black Jesus put his hair in the ponytail. Had his hair in the ponytail. <laughs> he sure did. His hair was in the ponytail. He sure did. Put his hair in the ponytail yes, and they're playing ghetto volleyball on the clothesline. That's nice. slink. Slink is crazy. I'm sure that's slink. He's so crazy. <laughs> old school. And that's right. I, I remember, and then and then Corey's like, "Well, you got that lanky broad on your side because right. they're winning. Because they're winning. I he just, shouldn't have his. I loved slink. He I just swear. had his hair in a ponytail. So I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he may be black Jesus, but yo, that's my, I ain't messing up my dude. Can't mess up the dude. That's right. Hilarious. Oh, Absolutely God. hilarious. Uh, okay, so now let's go back. So now we have. Um, um, the crew now feels that Vic is in uh, is in a, a place. Fish thinks that by him getting fired as a manager, that their lives will be better. But Black Jesus and the crew feels right. like no, 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 no. Right. Uh, that could actually hurt us. Yeah. So now he goes and um, he goes to Mrs. Tootie because mm-hmm. now he wants to help. Right. He wants to help uh, uh, Vic. Right. Right. And so now he goes. Uh, comes to Miss Tootie, and I'm, Tootie. I'm feeling like Miss Tootie's feeling like, you know, I did the right thing, and I put let him down easy. 
and it's not is it really my fault he's a drunk and um you know i, I like when uh, jesus is like it is your fault she's like well everybody ain't divine like you you yeah, know right. and he really takes offense to that right, right? right. Uh, that was an interesting reaction for him it's like well, why not you right. know but anyway, he goes and gets us and goes and, I mean, comes and gets Miss Tootie. He mm. got to let Miss Tootie have it, though, in that scene. He her, did. He kinda, the holy he, finger in yeah, my mouth. He kind of went off on her mm. because he it was like, it was like the conviction mm-hmm. of yeah, knowing that I she did it. something she wasn't supposed to do, like misusing nice. God's He went in on me with and, that finger. Yeah. yeah. I was like, mm, okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Same thing so with maybe Jason. give him yeah. my money. Because mm-hmm. Jason misused it too mm-hmm. yeah. on his girlfriend. So That's why I gave him the money under the Escalade. I, I don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I, was, I don't do that often. <laughs> I, I was going to say, um, do you think that your character, do you think that her intentions were... Mis, like misguided or like what was what do you think Mrs. Tootie's intentions was giving him the sauce in the first place. The sauce in the first place. I think is I think Miss Tootie's greedy. Mm-hmm. I think she's but I think uh, she's a well. Okay, let me just back up from greedy. Let me because I maybe I'm getting ahead of myself and we'll talk. You'll see some other stuff coming up. Mm-hmm. But Miss um, um, Tootie's a businesswoman. Mm-hmm. She is trying to make her money. Right, and she already got to split this up now, right? right. Mm-hmm. And her thing is, let me get as much as I can because, like she said, the writing is on the wall. Right, we don't own the land. The Trellos is taking mm-hmm. my. I mean, you know. So, um, I think her, she's just all about business, right? And look, who come? Who do they go to when they need money? Miss Tootie, you know what I mean. So they all obviously respect her as a businesswoman, but she's hard. And I, most business people, especially those who kind of came up in the street and mm-hmm. had to make it happen like mm-hmm. that, they are not, they, they're no joke. So I think her intention was to get Vic off of their behind so they could keep focused and get as much as they could get right. as long yeah. as they could get it. Um, I don't think she knew what she was doing. Mm-hmm. And she gave him that sauce, and she was having a good time. I think she had a little sauce, too. She did. Not, not as much as him. And just, you know, the happier I can make him, the better. He you know, ate we'll a make whole him, lot of that sauce. But yeah. he, yeah, we just went a little too far, you know. So I don't think she intentionally took him that far. Mm-hmm. But she just didn't, un- she didn't understand the power. She was playing around. That's why, God, that's why he said you can't play with God's miracles <laughs> right, like that. Right. She didn't really understand the power behind it. I just had a revelation. What's that? I, you, people misuse God's name, word, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and gospel and ministry right. all the time. Mm-hmm. Lost in the sauce. What about this they one? They do. God put this on me to tell you. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you, exactly. know, you know what my mother right. says I crack up. She said, well, that's funny because God didn't tell me nothing about it. <laughs> <laughs> God said, you need to give me some money, you know, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's right. like, well, God didn't tell me. But yeah, so there's always this, uh, you know, right. people mm-hmm. do that kind and of stuff. I, and, and that's wrong. <laughs> to say the least, people mm-hmm. mis- misuse God's, you know, name. Like we said, grace, His mm-hmm, intentions, mm-hmm. and say, "Oh, God wanted this, God wanted that." Right, right. And it's like, for real, like really, right, right. right. Hey, come on, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> come on. I'm supposed to let you use my car, right? Okay, right. yeah. Hmm. What's also interesting, I, I want to go back a little bit, Vic. Um, when Vic took the knife and he and he cut the volleyball oh, and he so shut it down from them playing uh from playing the the, the ghetto volleyball see. from the clothesline. Um 
there was something that Black Jesus said that I thought was was really interesting, and it really went unnoticed. He was like, "We know you're hurting, but you know, Vic, we really love you." Yes, no, I, I got it. I saw it. And <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, despite all what Vic does, how right. Vic feels about him, right. he told Vic to him to his face, "You we know, love we, you. you know, we love you." Right. I mean, the reason they were playing volleyball. Mm-hmm was to draw him out. Yeah. So they started, you know, they were having fun, but he says that we've been playing. We, Cause one of them says, um, y'all getting away with this. Yeah. And uh, he said, we said, David, we figured if we Jason did, came in. Yeah, yeah. Jason said, you're getting away. And he said, we were hoping to draw him out, that this would bring him out. And eventually it did. Yeah. So they do care, you know, and even when well, um, Jesus the, cares, Jesus cares. Yeah. Well, Jesus, yeah. Jesus care and Trayvon cares. Trayvon yeah. cares. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, because when the, when the, um, the owner comes, Mr. Yes. Maxwell, he, he that's gets, his name, Mr. Maxwell. Yeah. Okay. Oh my God. When he called Jesus Kareem, he says, Kareem. I saw that too. I was like, Kareem. <laughs> He's like, Kareem. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have the police come over. They're great guys. You, you'll get along just fine. You know, is that because he's tall? Is that why he said yes. that? Okay. Oh yeah. my God. Um, even when he said, I feel like I should be walking over a, uh, what did he say? A murder a, weapon. A murder right weapon. Now. Yeah. <laughs> right. I tell you, um, Mike and and Aaron, they're they're amazing. <laughs> yeah. they're, you know, just all that little, all those little the little gems subliminal, that yeah. they drop. Yeah, mm-hmm. subliminal. But it's also interesting because you know you come from the era from like the seventies, eighties, where you had comedy shows that always slid messages in yes. while while laughing. Yes, and so it's Jeffersons kind of, it's, did that. Yeah, Jeffersons, mm-hmm. Jeffersons, and two two seven that your mom was in. So it's always refreshing to to yeah. to go back to that because we're in uh, we're in a society now where you know you have you know the one camera angle. There's no there's no studio audience, mm-hmm. and the comedy style is different. And mm-hmm. I like how they're use how they're how they've taken the the modern way of comedy mm-hmm. style and they're using the old school writing to yes. infuse the two um with these messages yeah. i think that style is coming back i hope so because mm-hmm. i mean i think we've had a couple of decades of horrible sitcom writing because mm-hmm. they're trying mm-hmm. to copy and I, actually i think it's just not even i think writing in general in the industry has mm-hmm. has lacked mm-hmm. you know it's Something left to a lot desired. to be desired yeah. yeah so now i think that we're starting to get better writing and uh you know better character breakdowns mm-hmm, better mm-hmm. um better backstories just yeah. you know the whole thing the whole uh, scene scene analysis and everything mm-hmm. just we're starting to get more of that for the audience that we haven't had in a really really long time so it was really good to see Aaron and Mike like incorporate yeah. Putting it out kind there. of some right. of that old school like just I had to catch up on the boondocks and I, I wasn't into adult boondocks. comedy uh-huh. I mean not adult comedy adult adult, car, adult uh, cartoons yeah. mm-hmm. okay. so Amber was like you ain't watch the boondocks you don't oh, watch yeah. the boondocks right? Love, right I'm like okay right. I'm gonna go check it out the writing I was like oh my Amazing. goodness yeah. the writing was really good I can't believe right. I wasn't watching this have, when right. it was out I have a confession for that for like when I was in college and everything uh, it was the boondocks um, just a comic script I just read, right. you know, just reading That's through right. it and, you know, the New college Times, paper right? and everything. It was like a campus paper they had back then. It was just a campus paper. I'm kind of, it's kind of cute. You know, fast forward, you know, never, have never saw an episode of Boondocks in entirety uh-huh. until they did working with Aaron on, um, Black Jesus. And then I was like, okay, I have to kind of go back to my homework and, right. you know, get me a job yeah, somewhere, you, you know. Yeah. Then I go back and watch. I'm like, oh my God. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You're right. You know, yeah, when I was we reading for the role, uh-huh. um, a couple of actors uh, and I talked about it and they were like, what do you think about the role? Cause we all, a lot of people auditioned mm-hmm. and they were concerned that it might be, 
you know, was it buffoonery? Was yeah. it ghetto? What, you know, what, what was that, yeah. And I said, guys, this is Aaron. I didn't know Mike yet, so mm-hmm. I had to do my homework. Yeah. I don't know if you all saw Trailer Park Boys, mm-hmm. any of them. I've but heard yeah. about it. Yeah. Seen that. So good. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it's yeah. really funny yeah. and really good writing. So, um, but I knew. I said, you know what? I, and I've been a fan of, of Aaron's. I've seen him on CNN and just kind of read about him. And, mm-hmm. and I just said, I'm, I'm going to trust this. Even, you know, when you read for a role, you only get the sides. Mm-hmm. Of course, I didn't have the yeah. script. But I just said, I trust this guy. And the world he creates, and so I'm going for it. Right. When he and I auditioned for um, for the roles that we played as the, the Weed Heads in Episode Five, Five Green Tomatoes, <laughs> we were given we were given a reference of a Boondocks episode to watch. Oh. And so the episode that we had to watch, because I have to admit, I had never seen the Boondocks. Okay. And the episode that we had to watch was the one where Martin Luther King wakes up after 30 years. <gasps> and when I saw... when <laughs> I saw, that? Yeah, oh. I don't know if you guys That's have, the first have one seen I that. Watched, but, oh, really? yeah. so that caused a I, lot yeah. of controversy. Wow. Yeah. And so luckily, <laughs> I got... I Luckily, I got the... the, the um, the um, audition notice a couple of days so I watched it over and over and over and over again so, so yeah. I knew exactly what I was yeah. getting into yes. uh, a whip like Jesus yes. so that was smart Lucky for them you. to yeah. do that that was smart Amber's wonderful too yeah. Amber's so good yeah. at what she does hey, what hi Amber. Amber shout out that's my sis you know I'm being nosy. I'm adopting her you said that there were a lot of women that auditioned and you guys were having conversation yeah who who were some of the who mm. were some of the women that mm, you can't, I can't tell? Okay. Well, well, you know I don't want to put them on blast like <laughs> okay. that, you know. Okay. But but I um but they 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 love the show. Mm-hmm. They're like Angela, you know. I'm so glad you got this role. I'm so happy for you. And one friend of mine said, "This is your role." Mm-hmm. She said, "But I just want to say, had I known." really understood like you you know mm-hmm. did um i probably would have auditioned a little different yeah. mm-hmm. she said i mean not saying that i would have got it and you wouldn't have she said but i just really would have understood yeah, something more to, yeah. mm-hmm. but there were a lot of people out there that were i mean you know they pulled out the big dogs i was mm-hmm. like mm. <sighs> no <laughs> no you know really you know i really about being funny yeah but wow I was so. I mean, I thought the role was gone. Mm-hmm. I, I I read for it like in October or something, and then December was when they said they still want to see you because I couldn't make it to the callback. I was doing something else, and I have to give a shout out to Slink mm-hmm. because Miss Tootie. I don't know if you all know this, but Miss Tootie's a real person. I wondered <laughs> where Miss Tootie originated from. Really, and Slink yeah. was in the room with us day one. Mm-hmm. You know, auditioning, right? All the actors who I talked to are like, they love that he was in the room. So when he met me that day, he kind of had in his head, that's her. So he kept telling them, you just, you need to see Miss Gibbs. You need to see Miss Gibbs. You haven't seen Miss Gibbs. So, you know, so when people started saying, you doing that role, I said, well, Jesus got me the role. <laughs> well, no, but he really pushed for them to see me and Amber. And uh, uh, called me back in. I just love her. They just, you know, they, they, listen, it was divine. I was supposed to get this role. That's all. You know how it's yours, it's yours. What they say, if it's not yours, nothing you can do to get it. And if it is yours, nothing you can do to stop from getting it. Well, Amber was here and she spoke very highly of you about how you came, when you went to, uh, when you went to audition, 
you came to get this role. She always says that. She carries it around. She, well, well, she probably has everybody, but she's like, look at your mama's audition. Because I was talking to my son. He said, she showed me the audition. She, she, I love her. But I did come in there to get it. You know, was, 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 I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know. <laughs> no, you know, I didn't know. I didn't know. Like, when, you know, when you go to audition, if they have an action scene where mm-hmm. you stabbing somebody or you get stabbed, that's always questionable. Mm-hmm. Like, how far do how I far go with this? Yeah. Right. Right, because it yeah. can look silly, yeah. right? But I just decided because it was the shootout scene, mm-hmm. and I mm. said, "Well, you know, let me practice shooting. Let me just practice going all the way, just in case they say go all the way." Right. And you know, they said go all the way, go all the way. So Amber was laughing because I was rolling around on the floor. And I was uh, shooting an imaginary gun. <laughs> I came, to, I came to get that role. Speaking, nice. Spe- game face but off but of Slink that. had yeah. a lot to do with me. Um, he, I mean, he kept saying, "You please see her." You know? Speaking of shooting, now let's go back to when Vic has. I'm sorry, when Lloyd has the the private party, and so all these homeless people are in Vic's house. They're eating. They're just. Wilding out. Just wilding wild, out. They're, That's they're, right. They're wilding out. Homo and style. then <laughs> black, homo style. And then black Jesus and Miss Tootie enters. Mm-hmm. And Vic, um, I'm sorry, not Vic, but Black Jesus then sees some of some of the people, and then he says, "Hey, hey, Stan and Jerome, uh, you better get that gout checked out, or you you're gonna, gonna die. die on Wednesday." I love right. it. Now he he came up with that right then on his feet. Oh, did he really? Yes, he okay. did. Yes, he did. He was like, um, "Mike, do you mind if I if I say this?" Yeah, I mean, it was funny too, mm-hmm. you know. And, and again, it's prophetic. It's Jesus, right. you know. And he said it real casually too. It was like, yeah. "You better like, get that. Like, you better get that. Yeah, you gonna right. die on Wednesday." <laughs> I was, like, I was like, but he's homeless. So what? <laughs> How's he going to get How's he going to get to, yeah. Just go to this, I don't know. He can go to the emergency point. room. Yeah, yeah. Emergency mm-hmm. room. And, and so then he tells, so Vic, I keep saying Vic. Lloyd, Lloyd, Lloyd then says, this is Lloyd, a private. He this pisses Miss Tootie off. He says, this is a private party. Your name is not on the guest list. So, <laughs> so scoot. scoot. <laughs> was that in the script? I think. He, some of that was him for sure. So Scoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't remember Scoot. I, I think he, that was him, yeah. you know. But again, that also shows that, that Lloyd is no dummy because what would, and I may get b- blashed, uh, a bash for this on uh, YouTube and uh, iTunes, but what would a homeless person know about Scoot? No, no, no. <laughs> about, about, party. about private parties, guest lists, right, right, and school. They wouldn't. I don't know. Let's just. I mean, some yeah. they have uh, they had lives before this. Yeah, they, yeah. They had a life That's before. Right. Or maybe the homeless person showed up to the you know the private party and they got told to right to right, so right, like, right. It's a private party and you take know it on like, right. okay, I know how to act around right. but but it, it is kind of in keeping in this kind of consistent um, subtext or sub story mm-hmm. that. Lloyd is a smart man. Right. Mm-hmm. right. I like how she pulled the burner out on him, though. Yeah. I, was, <laughs> I wanna. It was on a gold gun? Yeah. Yes, oh, it's it gold. gold. Yeah. Oh, it's gold. I was like, she have a Just gold strap? Recognize Miss Tootie carries gold pistols. So, so Lloyd does not want yeah, to reveal the information. Lloyd doesn't want to reveal the information of where Vic is. Mm-hmm. And so Miss Tootie has had enough. Yes. And. I'm sick of this nigga. Right. <laughs> I'm thinking that this nigga's crazy. Okay, because I I wrote it down because I knew you'd be here. You said, okay, this motherfucker's crazy. You know what? See, I was not going to say that. I ain't going for this shit. Nigga, where you at? Where you at? (laughs) Boom. He said, I'll show you, (laughs) ma'am. He straightened up real quick. 
Yes, he was swagged out until that, until that, that pistol came out. He was like, oh, snap. When Miss mm-hmm. Tootie has had enough. <sighs> you know, someone on, on Twitter said, if you pull out, a, if Miss Tootie pulls out a gun one more time, <laughs> we're going to have to pull an intervention on her. She's <laughs> not playing. Because she is always about her pistol. Right. You about your pistol? Oh, God. And it seems, it seems like when you're upset is when you curse more. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When Miss Tootie is upset, there's she, more. Co- yeah. The religion goes out the door. Right. And, and the cursing. It's funny you say that because I was working with that, mm-hmm. you know, and I would talk to Aaron. I talked to Mike and say, okay, if I get too overboard, let me know, you know, because, you know, when you're shooting out a sequence, you, you, you know, um, certain things call for me to be turned up. Mm-hmm. Right. But I wanted to make sure I wasn't turned up all the time. And so I, I, I made a conscious decision also. And we talked about it, you know, taking some of the fucks out and then when to put them and whatever. And so, um, yeah, when she gets upset, that's when she loses her religion. Yeah. You about to make a bitch lose her religion. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Even when I pull my money up, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, you, you know you're testing my faith, right? right. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love her. <laughs> I love Miss Tootie. <laughs> Miss Tootie. She gets to be so bad. I know so she many. She gets to be so bad. I know so many Miss Tooties. Do you? Yes. <laughs> and they're all church women. Mm-hmm. Is that funny? Yeah. They, they got the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. They Do they sell drugs? Lord. Oh Lord! They, no, except, except they don't. They don't sell drugs. Oh. But you know, my great grandmother and all of her. Uh, church dignitary ladies uh-huh. you know they all pack pistols in their purses oh, to church it. Yeah. stop it stop yeah, it stop I've it heard my great grandma she used to she yeah. popped mm-hmm. a couple of niggas my grandmother yeah. Yeah. she had it was a pistol not a they, they brought yeah. their pistols to my church was because preacher, right? they didn't know who they were gonna have to you know contend with contend with or if their <laughs> if their if their husband was sleeping around with someone at the church they packed their pistols oh uh-huh. my God. So see, uh-huh. you know, and I again, you know, I, I mentioned this when well, last time I was here. I grew up in Detroit mm-hmm. during the good time. When Detroit, when I tell people I'm from Detroit, they're like, Ugh. but <laughs> Detroit, you know, that's my yeah. home. I love Detroit, yeah. okay. and um, but uh, the women that I grew up with, my aunt, my mama, but you know, I mean, you know, she brought uh, some of that to uh, rhythm and, and sass to um, mm-hmm. Florence. And for mm-hmm. some who are not familiar, who haven't seen this after showing you guys are watching for the first time. Angela Gibbs' mom is the one and only Marla Gibbs, who played Florence Johnson, the maid on uh, Jefferson's from 1974 to 1985, mm-hmm. and then she played Miri Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty oh, no. good. Me, 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 me,
with their buddies. They come back and you hear them say, man, what do you see? And they, because they were so, you know, like granddaddies and uncles. Mm-hmm. And stuff. They were coming because they saw themselves on the stage. Mm-hmm. So it was a wonderful uh, uh, mecca for professionals and community and celebrity right. to all come together, right. you know. So it was a play. It was a hit. Norman Lear heard about it. Uh, Brandon Tartikoff and they were like we here you got this play we were selling out wow we were selling wow. out and the Jeffersons had just got cancelled so then it opened up the room that's for, right for you wow. to Discussion now tell to, your mom Marla to buy the to rights get the rights. To get the get rights. The rights Christine Houston was the, is the writer mm-hmm. and uh, she's from Chicago and it was a little different because it was a Chicago tenement and I swear there were times when I felt like I was just a fly on the wall the acting was so good Regina King was in it she was a kid Nia Long was in it mm-hmm. um, um, I have there's a young woman who I really help raise. I call her my daughter Sonia Winton. She's amazing. She's a writer on um, CSI NCIS New Orleans, but she nice. was wonderful in it. Wow! But, and I just checked that show. It's really good too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but anyway, we had a, we had a great cast. But I have to give my shout out to you know posthumously to Ed Cambridge because he taught me so much about producing. <laughs> and uh, so another woman named Shay Wafer and I produced it. And um, Hal Williams was in the original cast. Mm-hmm. And so she fought for him to get a role on mm-hmm. television. She fought for Regina. And, you know, my mother really was a fighter. A lot of people don't know how innovative and revolutionary she really was and has been for fighting for, you know, our people in front and behind. Right. Writers, mm-hmm. et cetera. Yeah. 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 Still doing play. Matter of fact, I met your mother with Virginia again. Went to a play uh-huh. that had, like, downtown, uh-huh. like a reading of a play. Oh. And it was kind of like they was on the porch kind of thing. And she played kind of something like that, a character. And I was like... She's wonderful. I met her, and then come to find out, working with you, I was like, "Oh my goodness!" I met your mother like two <laughs> right. weeks ago, prior to, but I was just watching, just in awe. Yeah, sharp, still on it. She's still... funny. Her yes, timing yes, the timing of that. Uh, it yeah. was just wow. Yeah. I have a lot to learn. Yeah. yeah. So we're hoping season two, mm-hmm. Black Jesus. Uh, there's some talk about her becoming. Miss Tootie's mom, you know, oh, I don't know, doing a guest. What? I don't know what that would be. She'd be the only one who can tell Miss Tootie to be quiet. Exactly. I don't know if I like that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like that it's my mama. That dynamic would be crazy. And Corey, when he met her, he was like, yeah, you you know, she was tickled because she knows how bad I treat him. She's like, she's going to be the one to like, leave him alone, you right. know. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, yeah, as soon as she leave. <laughs> right. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. <laughs> really quickly before, before we wrap up, we got a couple more more things to talk about. Let's talk about Jason and Diane's relationship. So, oh, so that. Diane is pissed because she found out that the whole thing with the, mm. the horse and the maneuver and stuff, <laughs> she found out that it was Jason. Yeah. And so now she goes and she confronts Jason about it. He runs out the house. Ironically, she didn't chase him <laughs> as quick as she did when she went after Lloyd. But right. <laughs> um, when he leaves out the house, he calls for Jesus. Right. You, uh, uh, Black Jesus and Mrs. Tootie are driving and he hears the call from Jason. Jason goes and Jason's gets him trouble. and he says, hop in, pimp. Pimp. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and save, and save Jason. And then they go obviously to the homeless hangout and, right. uh, and, uh, Diane comes back and she basically, she breaks up with, um, right. She breaks up with She's Jason. She's so good. Yeah. Both yeah. of them together have such mm-hmm. great chemistry. Yeah. And I love that she's sweet. 
and at the same time she's tough. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know that girl can run. She was a track star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she, was. she was trying out for the Olympics. I mean, she was she really? she caught us on one of the takes, and we had to do it over again. They're like, okay, we have to give y'all a, a head start because we didn't know what to do. Yeah. She she got to the car before, he, and when he got in, she had the gun, and we you know, and they were rolling the camera. We were like, she, you could see in her face, like, oh shit. And, and, and so you know, and Miss Tootie, all I just said was, who is this bitch? I mean, I, I was just trying to like make up something. You know, we were like, we didn't know what to do, like, and so. They say, okay, oh, okay. She can't catch y'all next yeah. time. That Same. girl can run. She can, because when she took off after John Witherspoon, I was like, wait a minute. You saw some form, huh? <laughs> no, I, yeah. It was like it was like form and it was like beyond camera speed. Like, it like, wasn't acting running. Right, right, it was right. like she's like, in motion. She can run like that. You see that? Like booty sticking out. Like, engine. Like, 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 I was like, oh wow. <laughs> she can run. Yeah. But I love their relationship. So yeah, now she breaks up with him. <laughs> He's sick. He's sick. But yo, I think that, you know, Jesus, Jesus said they're supposed to be together. So they have to come back around some kind of way. He's still, he's still gone. (laughs) It was the booty sticking out. That's what got you, didn't it? He's going to look at her phone. He's going to go back to the episode watch and look at her. She was was like, right there, his booty was just sticking out. That's my baby. You leave her alone. (laughs) She knows what I'm talking about. Straight track form. Yeah, Devers. Yeah, she, as a pretty girl, too. She's something. Yeah, she's she's so good. She's so good. <laughs> sick. I'm here with all men. Y'all sick. You know that, right? So, what do you guys think about um, Jason and Diane? Do you, obviously, they probably will get back together. What do you guys I think? I hope so. I, I mean, hope so. I she loves him. She Well, she, yeah, she loves him, but I think it's going to have to be on Jason to make amends because yes. he lied because he lied mm-hmm. and he's been getting to all these shenanigans or whatever and I don't really think that he's made a real concerted effort right to help her understand him and his situation with Jesus who Jesus is or whatever I think we've kind of assumed that he's he said some things and we've seen him say a couple little right, things right. but I think that we're going to need to see him <clears throat> make this situation right effort. And, and he did say to her um, I, I'm sorry I hurt you he said I just wish you would have come um, down at least once right. Right. so you get the right. feeling that he's asked her mm-hmm. before right. you know to please come right. but like to me she's the female Vic Right, you know, right. there are those who did not believe, you know, and and here we here they are again. They don't believe. She doesn't believe. Yeah, she doesn't you believe. Know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. she's got some plans. She wants to have children. She's like, you need to grow up and get yeah. serious and yeah. quit hanging with this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and make a life so we can have a family. Right, you know? right. And so, do you think that Jason will try to find some way to fix it so that they can all coexist together, or do you think that he'll have to leave his discipleship with question. with Black Jesus and the crew and the disciples and go to Diane? That's no, something something's going to have to happen yeah. where she, she's going to have to. There's going to be a turning point somewhere, yeah, you know, because he can't abandon his faith. Yeah, it's right, like him abandon his yeah. faith, like so. There's gonna have to be a turning point or epiphany right. or she revelation sees the light. to her, yeah. right. right? She sees, or, the light. or if he abandons his faith, maybe there's a such a shift in him that she sees what she's asked of him has made him less oh, nice. of who she. Nice. Well, let's. Nice. Why don't we in love with? Yes. You know, it's like nice. he's hurting now because, and maybe that has to be. I don't know. But, right. You know, yeah. Well, let's right. go straight into predictions. So, um, okay. And now. Ghostbusters. <laughs> okay. 
I'll go first with predictions. Um, go ahead. Now, last week, Carlos uh, Acuna mentioned something that just it wasn't um, it wasn't a spoiler. It was just something that he came up with the spur of the moment. But he mentioned that the the real um, the the bad guy has not been revealed. And I've been thinking about that ever since he said that last week. And I think that I think Lloyd has something to do. I think he's something is going to be revealed about mm. Lloyd that mm. kind of um, uh, that has something to do with conspiracy and the whole thing because he knows who, that Jesus is Jesus, mm-hmm. but he. He's like the Brutus or something, or yeah. not the, the Judas. The Judas, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like for the finale, we're gonna see something that has to do with Lloyd, because most people think that Vic has something to do, or Vic is the one that's gonna bring the, the bring it down. Mm-hmm. But I really think that Lloyd is is the one. Is the one. Of course, I can't mm-hmm. say a thing because mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, so he, but I can see you looking at me like, huh? huh. Right. Right. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Charles, what do you? What's your prediction? Uh, wow, um, it's been so many turns here and there. So it's kind of like once you think you figure it out, it's kind of something else. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, not to piggyback with Lloyd, but Lloyd's such a pivotal character. You see, he's been so cunning in it, and so, definitely something with him going to kind of manifest. But I'm just kind of go back to Jason and this girl. I think something with that's going to. Kind of helps, you know, do give us the the emotion to say, okay, this is how it's going to develop. Because even though this girl is kind of cool, and I'm not really fond of her character. Because it's like you want this, she bought him shoes, trying to get this man to lose his religion. I don't know, but she's <laughs> something's she, there. She, right, something's more to she, come. Huh? Yeah, it's something she's like she got she's straight laced, and but she's kind of controlling and. Right. Mm, so she may have. Well, can I ask you all a question in terms of prediction? Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen to the garden? Mm, wow. Well, that's a good question. Cholos. But but I think it has something to do with DC Curry's character being introduced. Oh, yeah. I think he's the pilot of the situation. Oh, yeah. So you have pa- pa- Pontius Pilot, who he's actually, oh, he's a councilman, right? And yeah. he really that's is kind of like indifferent about the whole situation. Mm-hmm. But Vic is his boy. And yeah. Vic is like, nah, you got to take. So you got like the Sadducees or the Pharisees, whoever it was, that was like, you got to take. Jesus the kind, man. You got to take, you know, he's <laughs> like, you got to get him, good. right? So he's going to be like, okay. You know, he's talking about going to Watts or whatever, but right. I think he's going to Ch- get. Children friendly Watts. <laughs> right. So she, you're right. right. Yeah. <laughs> that was a really funny line. So I think they're going to draw him in pull him back in to actually do something with the garden turn into a to parking lot or something, yeah, something like that. You because know? ironically that's a good question mm-hmm. I think the garden mm-hmm. I think they could lose the garden and as a councilman not to cut you up but mm-hmm. as a councilman he could get Diane involved because he can go to the police right, and exactly. blah, blah 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 and then mm-hmm. bring the you know mm-hmm. have the police get involved and then Diana's like wow. yeah I'm part of this I know my boyfriend yeah. my ex-boyfriend or whatever I they think, have to tie it all in yeah they do way. but I also think that they could they can easily lose the garden and go in a whole different direction for season two because because there's so much, there's so much great characters that they can really go anywhere. That's true. So turn it into a parking lot. I'm going to predict that they're going to lose the garden, and we'll see something for season two. That's what I predict. Mm. So we want to thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we have to wrap, but uh, let everyone know where you can be found on social media. Let the camera uh, definitely look me up at Can I Tell It? Exactly what it sounds on Twitter and Instagram. Angela Gibbs on Facebook and Angela E Gibbs on Twitter. 
Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Club Thaddeus, just how it sounds. <laughs> Figure that out. GQJedi.com <laughs> as well. <laughs> and you can find me on all social media at Bam Erickson. We want to thank our special guests for uh, for thank for sitting you. in with us. Yes. You know, Charles was in, Charles was in episode Charles. five with me, and uh, of course Angela Gibbs yep. as Miss Tuta Tuta Tuta. And so we want to thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week for episode nine. Thank you for watching or listening. Peace. Peace. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.